Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Raider Valley Community Services has, has been around since I think 2009, but recently made a big move into community outreach right in the heart of Braddock. They have renovated and brought back to life the former Salvation Army building uh, on Holland Avenue there in Braddock. We're going to ask them about their programs, how you can get involved, and what some of the services they offer are. On the line with us this morning is Jacqueline Smith. She's Executive Director at Greater Valley Community Services. Uh, Good morning, Jacqueline. Good morning. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. 2009, is that, am I right with that date? You are correct. Wait, yes. What was... part of 2009. Okay. Well, Greater Valley, did they originally start offering supportive services for foster care? Am I correct about that? Actually, yes, you are. We, we have a contract with Allegheny County Children, Youth, and Families, and we provide in-home crisis service and as well as foster care services. I think I want to ask you more about that as as we go along this morning because I, I think there's a there's a crying need out there for foster parents and yes. there's probably a lot of confusion about that program which is not new but there, there's probably a lot of confusion and interest in that program but you you've moved into the old Salvation Army there in Braddock when did you make that move? Yeah, that happened about three years ago. I think maybe going on four years ago. Now we were able to acquire um, the building. Uh, I want to say 2017, uh, and we are so excited. We've been able to do more programming, more community-driven programs, which we are very excited to have in our Braddock Lawn Valley area. You you have a a, a program, or a, it's more of a concept. It's not really a program that I think is called Correct. SPACE. Correct, yes. And SPACE is an acronym for Supportive Programs Affording Collaborative Engagement, and so we call it SPACE. And under that concept, under the SPACE concept, we operate with a um, family space, education space, and health and wellness space. Well, you were kind enough to, to give me a tour there a week or two ago, and it really is a remarkable space. It must have been a very comfortable space when the Salvation Army had it, but yeah. um, you folks have done wonders with it as well. How many people work for Greater Valley? So we have about 27 to 30 people overall um, that work for Greater Valley. And you're, you are a nonprofit. You're a charitable organization. Okay. That is correct. How, how do people get in touch with you? What's the best way? So they can give us a call at 412-351-7055, or they can stop by, of course, 300 Holland Avenue, Braddock, PA, or visit our website at www.greatervalley.org. We'll, we'll give that information out uh, additionally uh, later on in the program. I know sometimes people are in the car or they don't have a, pe- a piece of paper or a pencil to write down something, so we will give that information out again. Uh, Jacqueline Smith is Executive Director of Greater Valley Community Services. They are in Braddock. Uh, they have recently, over the last few years, moved into the former Salvation Army there on Holland Avenue. We're going to talk about the programs they are offering there for the wider community, but first I want to ask a little bit about the foster care 
care element of the program. You said you're contracted with Allegheny County Children, Youth, and Families to uh, provide supportive services to foster families. Uh, what sort of services do foster families need, and, and what sort of services do children who are being fostered need? Well, they need a lot of support, uh, fam- both families and children um, that come into the system that are those parents that come in to take children and, and, and step up to the plate to help children that have been removed from their homes, uh, you know, always need the support of the community and others. And so what we try to do is we try to find those parents, number one, that are willing to open up their hearts and their homes to children who are experiencing some some issues at home and so may have to be removed. I mean, it's not the ideal situation, Yeah. but there are times that children have to be removed. And so... Uh, we look for those homes where these parents can provide the support, love, and understanding that a lot of the children that come into the system may need. Um, they experience so much trauma, uh, a move alone, you know, to, to be removed alone, is it can be traumatic. Yeah. And then placed in an, a, a, a home that you're not familiar with anyone, another traumatic experience. And so um, we try to provide those supports to both those parents, whether it's training, education, um, just <laughs> whatever support we can provide to both the parents and and the the, the child. That's remarkable. Uh, I, I have so many questions about this. First things first. Do you does Greater Valley help screen the families that are going to foster a child? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, we do. Um, so we have what we call a home studies that we go in and we, we look at your home and we get some additional background information um, to make sure you're able to care for the child. Um, there's a small stipend, but our families are not in it for the stipend because it is to support no. the child. Um, it's, it's really just to make sure you are capable of supporting that child, even if you didn't have that stipend, um, that you were really open and willing to care for a child. What types of families are best suited because I, I'm, I'm wondering if someone is listening to this right now and maybe they've had a thought in the past that they would like to be a foster family. What sorts of families are well suited to being a foster family? You know, when we look at a family, it is all-inclusive. I don't care if you're a single parent, two parents. Uh, we are looking for homes and people that are willing to open their homes and show and provide the love and care that this, the children need. So there's no set criteria, husband, wife, or, you know, both work. It, that is not the criteria at all for people that we want. You can be a single mom. You can be a single dad. You can be a mom and a dad. You can be a dad and a dad. It does yeah. not matter. We want loving people to take care of these children. And, and I assume, too, this could be folks who maybe have raised uh, uh, children of their own, either through adoption right. or through birth, and right. now have space in their house and maybe space yes. in their in their hearts, and they want to help somebody. Yes, so if you're experiencing Experiencing that empty nest syndrome, please yeah. give us a call. <laughs> what would they need to do? To have you. So, so they call you directly rather than they don't call CYF, they call you? They would call us okay. um, directly here at Greater Valley, um, and we will start the process. I mean, okay. we offer training. We offer the support that you need uh, to, to foster the children. Jacqueline Smith is executive director at Greater Valley Community Services. They are located in Braddock. 412-351-7055 is the number or greatervalley.org for more information. We're going to be talking more about their space concept of the community outreach that, that, that they have been able to embrace now that they have moved into a larger facility there on Holland Avenue. But I, I want to 
talk a little bit more about the foster care process. How long do families generally end up fostering a, a, a child or young adult for? You know, I have to say, we have been so fortunate with our families. I mean, we have such great families that most of them have adopted a lot of the children that have come um, into their home. Mm. So it, it could really be what they call respite, which could be seven days, a weekend, seven days, or less than 30 days. Um, or it can be a long-term placement. Again, yeah. not ideal, but oftentimes, you know, necessary. And so it can be... Um, like I said, short-term, long-term, and it can turn into adoption. So if, if you're thinking that you might want to adopt, this might be a nice uh, segue into that process. What ages are the, uh, I, I keep saying children and young adults because I'm not sure of yes. the age range. What's the age range? So it, our, our foster care program goes from 0 to 21. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When, when we say support for, let's start with, the, the, the child or the young adult first. Uh, when we talk about support, are we talking mental health? Are we talking educational support? Are we talking physical uh, health support? What kind of supports can Greater Valley offer? So we're talking all of those. Uh -huh. If we don't offer them, we find those resources for you to make sure you have the support that you need. So whether a child may need mental health services, we make sure you, you make that connection. Um, if you need, you know, in-home crisis services, sure. make sure you have that connection. Um, doctor's appointments, visits, we make sure all of that is taken care of, and we work with the foster parents to get that done. Sure. Uh, and now, on the other side, for the for the fostering family um, or foster parents, what sorts of supports are available? Because this is, even if you've raised a child of your own, mm -hmm. this has got to be a very different experience, right? Right. It is. It is. Um, you know, things, things change as we get older, and... Um, so we make sure you have training. Uh, we offer support in, 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 the, um, in the form of training. Uh, we, we also, again, connect you with any other resources that you may need. If, if you feel like you need a support group, we can connect you with that as well. Um, if you need respite care, you know, sometimes you may need a break while you're fostering, we, we provide that as well. Um, again, similar supports, whatever you need. If we don't offer it, we find those resources. You, you said you're contracted with Allegheny County. Do all of your placements come from Allegheny County, or, or is there a wider service area? Well, um, we're actually contracted with Allegheny County and Westmoreland County. Okay. Okay, so the listeners who maybe are across the line in Westmoreland County, if, if they are interested in becoming a foster family, um, can go ahead and reach out to you. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, 351-7055 or greatervalley.org is the telephone number and website. Uh, Jacqueline Smith is Executive Director of Greater Valley Community Services. Jacqueline, we have to take a quick 30-second break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the intake process for foster care, and then I want to switch gears and talk about the wider community outreach that uh, Greater Valley is now engaged in, okay? Absolutely. You are listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Strifler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Strifler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Strifler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Strifler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifler's.com or call 4 
412-678-6191. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is Jacqueline Smith. She is Executive Director at Greater Valley Community Services. We're talking about their new community outreach center uh, in the former Salvation Army building on Holland Avenue in Braddock. But we're also talking uh, about the work that they do uh, matching foster children with foster families. You you said we're saying off the air that you, you there is a need for more foster families. Um, there, there are more children that need to be placed than there are families to place them. Is that accurate? Absolutely. That's, that's absolutely accurate. And it's, it's sad, but it's just the reality that, um, you know, there are children that are being removed from homes and they're in situations that they don't want to be in. And those parents are in situations that they don't want to be in. And so uh, some of them require temporary housing. And so there just has not been um, the level of... Um, parents stepping up to foster that we would like to see across Allegheny County and, and Westmoreland, I'm sure, as well. Yeah. So um, we would really love to see those numbers rise. We'd love to have more parents than children. Yeah, sure. Uh, how did Greater Valley come to get involved in this work? So I personally, um, my, my personal family, um, my parents, my biological parents, also fostered. And so I feel like I've been in this work all my life or around okay. work all my life. And so uh, they fostered uh, many children through the years and actually adopted uh, my, my younger siblings as well. And so I feel like I've been a part of, of this world for a long time and I know what it takes, uh, what type of parent, what type of heart. I feel like we, we know that here at Greater Valley, what it takes to be great foster parents. And what, how did you prepare for this career? Was this expe- was this what you expected to be doing as a as a career path? It was not what uh, you know. My undergrad was communication. My master's I have an MBA in um, in business. I have a business um, master's in business. Okay. So I was in sales. I was in education. Uh, so it was a different path for me. I was away from it for a while, uh, <laughs> working in corporate America, and I took a position at a nonprofit. Um, that deal, dealt with foster care and in-home crisis and uh, realized where I should be. <laughs> and so from that point, I uh, started with another um, co-worker, started another agent, our own agency, and we grew from there. It, 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 who founded Greater Valley? When, when was Greater Valley founded? It was founded in 2009, and was it always yes. doing foster care assistance? Yes, it was. Okay. We started out, uh, so myself and another um Worker Nita um, Tillman started Greater Valley, and it started out with a contract with Allegheny County in foster care and in home crisis. Oh, okay, I, I, I misunderstood. Okay, so you were the co-founder of, of Greater Valley. Yes. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Jacqueline Smith is uh, executive director of uh, Greater Valley Community Services, four one two three five one seven zero five five in Allegheny and Westmoreland counties, or greatervalley.org. Now, I want to shift gears and talk more about the outreach center that you have in Braddock. Now, where were you located before this recent move? So we're actually in North Braddock, where we still have some space. Uh, we were using the parsonage of uh, Holy Temple Church of God in Christ on Jones Avenue. Okay. Um, and so we were using some of the office space there. And uh, like I said, in 2017, we, we moved into this building. We purchased uh, the old, the former Salvation Army building. That's a big, it's, it's a large yeah. facility, and that's a big step for the group yeah. to take. Who all helped you with the purchase and with the renovations? Because you've done some serious renovations there. Yeah, um, we've been so blessed. Uh, so we, we have great support. Um, you know, we, we, 
we're diligent with our finances. We have a great board that has, you know, helped push things along. And so, you know, financially, we were able to uh, purchase the building through the work we've done here and um, the, the money that, you know, from Greater Valley and move into this building. And with the renovations, uh, we've had some in-kind donations and um, really just we pour everything back into our space. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> Probably the best yeah. way to say it. <laughs> you, you have classroom space there. You've got a technology lab there. You have a fitness center there. You have meeting room space there for for um, small community gatherings. And you have a gymnasium that I think is still is kind of in the process still of being renovated, right? Yes, yes, okay. yes it is. What sort of uh, you you have classes there from for for services there I guess is the better word for it for everyone from kids to senior citizens talk to me about a little bit about you've got a golden living program what does that offer yes golden living living program we have seniors that meet uh, twice a month uh, well generally it's biweekly and they come and they gather and have different activities and we uh, support that program so that they can have some outings and they can have uh, you know get-togethers and it's a great program. They just they they really are a great group. Um, we love having them there. We we miss them during COVID, but yeah. we want to keep everyone safe. Um, and so it's just a great program that we're able to support. You, you do mentorship for teens as well, and, and and leadership classes. Tell tell us a little bit about that. How does that work? So that was there are a couple different components to that, and so we had. Um, partnered with Hammond's Initiative, and they provided mentoring services, which is a great program. Um, but we also provided internship for young adults, um, high school students to come in and learn more about their area, um, really embrace civic engagement and civic leadership in their civic duties in their communities. And so they, they were able to learn about different um, aspects, the history of Braddock and other areas, um, understand processes. So they met with political leaders, they met with business leaders, they met with um, religious leaders across the spectrum and really just gained more insight into what's happening in the world today and how they can can make a positive contribution to their communities. Um, We also had a trip the last, uh, we we weren't able to meet this summer, but last summer, the last uh, cohort we were able to take a trip to the African-American History Museum so they can learn a little bit more, yeah. but we really try to pour even into our youth. We also have a summer camp called Camp Wow. It's uh, Camp Wow is Wonders of Writing. Okay. And we partner with uh, University of Pittsburgh, Western Pennsylvania Writing Project, who have been a tremendous support. And we have some people actually from the community, um, Dr. Sheila and Jack uh, Jack Howell is a teacher at Woodland Hills. Okay. They help facilitate. Karen um, uh, Karen Jackson as well. They're, they're all facilitators and teachers for this summer program. And the children really learn to write and develop their thoughts. Um, in addition to that, they do activity other activities such as gardening. Uh, this summer they built garden beds. And yes. Really developed a beautiful uh, garden beds uh, while they learn to write and do different um, activities. And so it was a great, great program. I mean, they African drumming and yoga. Yeah. <laughs> so we're really trying to try to broaden um, their their thought process and what they do. You you were showing me that the the, the garden the, the kids put in yeah. greens and herbs and and, and yes. all kinds of, and they've you've been able to harvest some stuff from there, right? Yes, yes, it's been great. Um, this was just uh, again we had yeah. another um, community member Leslie um, from North Braddock who was such a tremendous help with our gardening this summer gardening program and it's a beautiful garden and we've all um, harvest did harvest from the garden this summer and 
greens and herbs and yeah. broccoli and tomatoes and peppers and yeah. <laughs> it was wonderful and delicious. Do, do most of the people who who come to the the center are they from the Braddock North Braddock area or are they from all over the Woodland Hills area? You know what? They're all over Woodland Hills area, which is great. Um, of course, we we love Braddock, but it's really open to Woodland Hills School District and beyond. We yeah. want to cater to the Mon Valley, so we're we're just excited to be a part of the community. The, the time goes very quickly. We have another 30-second break to take. We're talking to Jacqueline Smith. She is Executive Director of Greater Valley Community Services. They are in Braddock on Holland Avenue, 412-351-7055. Uh, Jacqueline, let's take this break. When we come back, I want to talk about how COVID-19 impacted your operations this yes. summer and now how, with the kids getting back to school and things are kind of slowly reopening, how that is in, in, impacting your operation, Okay. Okay. Uh, you are listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Jacqueline, you were talking about the, the building now is a community learning hub. Do I have the terminology correct? Yes, you do. So, again, we were able to provide during COVID. It's, it's had a great impact on, on many of us um, throughout this period. But we were able to help support students um, K through 5 with priority K through 5, K through 8, but with priority K through 5 at the space. So they are able to come here and have support while they're online. Um, We know it's a challenge for so many families to try to work, even if you're working from home, Mm -hmm. and try to help your student learn. And so we were fortunate enough to become a community learning hub where students can come to the space and have that support that they need to get their assignments done, to make sure they're logging in, to make sure, yeah. you know, doing their work and, and have a, an understanding of what's happening. And um, we have about 22 students here um, Monday through Friday. Well, when we say community learning, I want to make sure that the listeners understand one problem with online learning, which a lot of school districts went to in March and April, and some of which are still continuing with online learning, right? That only works if the student... A, at home, has a good computer that they can get online with, and B, has a good Internet connection. Correct. That is correct. And I'll add a C to that. Yeah. Uh, have a parent that can support that learning style. There we go. I mean, oftentimes, kids are more savvy than we are, and so yeah. if, if there's a child that's not familiar with the computers, a lot of parents aren't either. Uh, you know, where to go, how Google Meets work, or where they're supposed to log into and when. It, it, it can become overwhelming to a parent. And so... We try to offer that support uh, to those families that really do need it most. I, we don't have kids, but we have got a lot of friends and peers who have kids who are school age right now. And that's something that they have all talked about is that mm-hmm. it's a lot of work. I mean, it's not just it's- parking your son or daughter in front of the computer and just walking away for seven hours. <laughs> you know, they need. Ex- yes, exactly. And people think that it's so easy. I, I do think they have a newfound respect for teachers, but. <laughs> this is a hard way to learn it, huh? <laughs> Our ways to learn, uh, but it's just not that simple. I mean, the K 
kids have to log into different classes and different, even different websites to get their work done. And so it's not easy if you're trying to get your work done or if you have to go to work right. to be able to, to handle that process. It's, the online learning has really had a great impact on so many people, and so we're happy that we can provide some support to some of the families. Are these after-school programs? Are these during school hours? Are these weekends? When, when is hours. this open? School hours, Monday through Friday, as if the child was going to school. Got it. Um, you drop them off here, and we get them logged on and go from there. And, and how many uh, young people are taking advantage of that right now? So right now we have about, we were slated for 20 students, um, so we have about 22, and we do have a wait list, unfortunately, and we're trying to open it up for um, some, some more support. We're, we're working on it. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to the opposite end of the age range for a second. Are, is there computer support for your older adults? You mentioned the, the Golden Living program. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, we're also in the process of trying to add more structured um Support for for older adult learning, mm-hmm. um, Microsoft uh, classes, and just just some of the the things that we can help our students navigate. We're we're in the process of offering more structured classes. But yes, if if someone just needed some help to come in, we are open for that as well. We have only a few more minutes left. Jacqueline Smith is executive director at Greater Valley Community Services, greatervalley.org, or 412-351-7055 for more information, especially about uh, foster care. If you are interested in being a foster family in Allegheny or Westmoreland County, Greater Valley Community Services can help you there. Uh, You you are a a charitable organization. Do you accept volunteers? How can people help if they're listening to this? So many ways they can help. We also have a food pantry. Um, and this, um, this during COVID, we've given away uh, weekly uh, tons of produce, tons of meat and dairy. Um, we also had a, a drive where we were able to get funding from Walmart uh, in North Versailles, and we put together 100 baskets of essentials, um, paper towels, toilet paper, different things, all in this, this this basket, this laundry basket of items, and we gave out to the community, which we're going to do again. And so we're always looking for volunteers for distribution, um, for summer, we do summer feeding, so um, summer feeding programs, we're, we're just always in need of, of people willing to volunteer their time and services. And, and I assume they have to get their clear, all the proper clearances and things like that, too, right? Yes. Okay, they have to be prepared for that. Let, let's circle yes. back and sort of close the, the loop from where we started the conversation. If someone has heard this and they're thinking, hey, we could be a foster family, I would be interested in being a foster family, how do they start the process? Um, so if you're interested in being a foster family parent or we would love to have you, you can um, give us a call at 412-351-7055 or visit our website at www.greatervalley.org um, or stop in at 300 yeah. Holland Avenue, uh, Braddock, PA, 15104, and we will get you started with that process, ask you a few questions, and get the application process started. We'd love to see you. What, what sort of questions should they be prepared to, to answer just so people have it in their mind? what they need to know. I'm sorry, you're breaking up. Oh, I'm sorry. What what sort of questions should people be prepared to answer? What sort of questions? About fostering. I mean, what, what sort of questions will they, have, will, will, will they be asked? Um, Jason, I feel like I'm losing you. Uh-oh. I apologize. Okay. Uh, any better? Yes, that's much better. Okay, okay. Uh, what sorts of questions should people be prepared to answer when they, when they inquire about foster care? Um, they're not really difficult. I mean, uh-huh. it's just everyday questions. They do ask about, you know, your work, your family, um, just some history about your life as well to see where 
if you are able to support a child. I mean, they're not truly invasive um, <laughs> questions. It's just yeah. it's just everyday life questions, more to get to know you um, more than anything. Do you accept donations? And if people wanted to make a donation, how would they do that? Oh, absolutely. Um, we are United Way. Um, Okay. Uh, we are registered with United Way for donations, so you can definitely make it through United Way. Um, you can always um, uh, PayPal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also, when you shop, Amazon, look for Greater Valley. You okay. Can do, it, <laughs> do it that way. Um, and we just, you can always drop something off if you'd like. Uh, yeah, I mean, in, whether it's financial, whether it's time, we, we love love for you to be a part of Greater Valley. You can find out more about ways that you can get involved. Go to greatervalley.org, or as Jacqueline said, you can call them at 412-351-7055. Jacqueline Smith is Executive Director of Greater Valley Community Services based in Braddock. Jacqueline, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time to talk with us this morning. No, thank you for having me. And thank you all for listening today to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. On Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.